Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast, 10 Plus Deuce, a guide to self-improvement, where we show and we explain in detail from a male and women's perspective on how you can be self-aware and go through the self-development and improvement that all people should try to. First, let's talk about relationships and building strong relationships. Now, this is very broad. It's a very broad category because relationships go in many different angles and aspects. We have uh, parental relationships, sibling relationships, relationships with friends, co-workers, significant others, children's um, children. So to be um, to take it down a notch, let's talk about good deeds and leadership. Uh, first of all, if you have... If you have good deeds and leadership, you'll be able to build a deeper connection, a more meaningful connection, setting up events, texting, calling, setting up parties, etc. These are all ways that you can build a connection by showing leadership so you can bring together these type of people. There might be people in your life or in your past, people who mean a whole lot to you that you have let let go of or you have not been um, keeping up with, keeping tabs on because of past resentment, grudges, anything like that. And some of these people matter. We're not telling you to uh, make relationships with everyone, but keep or try to maintain relationships with people who matter the most to you. Even if you have been hurt in the past, sometimes your example and your actions can change them. And um, and some people may be close to you uh, where you can, like how Imran said, set up events and organize activities or whatnot. But some of these people may be far away from you. And for those people to keep in contact with them and maintain relationships um, require a lot of self-sacrifice and commitment. You need to make the effort and the time to even send a text or send a phone call and to hear their voice and let them know that you are there and you care for them. Correct. Good point. And letting go of the grudges, no, not having any bitterness, not having personal feelings. These are all things that we can put to the side while we try to build stronger connections. We know that, you know, a lot of people can't be changed. And sometimes they grew up a certain way where they're not as aware or don't want to improve their life. It's your responsibility to work with these people, meet them halfway, come to a certain compromise so you can kind of meet them and build that stronger connection because showing the leadership to build more meaningful relationships it takes a toll and it's it's consistency and persistence that's really going to drive it and make you a better person and like i was like we were saying before there's so many aspects of relationships first let's start talking about our immediate family parents siblings um most of you like we are in our, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. Most of you who are at that age are having um, older parents, parents that are aging, parents that are going through certain processes in life, and parents that you might are starting to be taken care of. So for them, the most important thing is let your parents know that you are there for them, that you are reliable, that you are, that they can count on you, you know? I know it's not always easy with your own careers and your own families and your own social life, but even something as simple as taking two hours to go grocery shop with them or buying them food or taking them to one doctor's appointment goes a long way. These are people who have sacrificed their lives for you. And whether they were 
perfect or not, you know, in your childhood, these are things that you can do to let them know that you are there for them. Good point. Uh, We all know that sometimes it's the closest people in our lives that can kind of piss us off the most. Uh, The people that we see every day, sometimes we just don't appreciate them as much. So letting letting your parents know that you love them and appreciate them, being a good parent, uh, doing quality things with your child are all important things that will mean a lot to the other people. Sometimes our extended family, we know we can have our quarrels, we can have our back and forth, but you got to show that consistency in order to work with them, in order to build that strong bond. The reason why we're talking about relationships is because on a selfish note, um, strong relationships and keeping connections with people and having a, a social circle, social circle actually um, studies have shown that it improves you as an individual. It increases your um, longevity, it increases your happiness, um, it increases um, all sorts of, it, it's all part of a mental and emotional well-being as well. Now, we spoke about parents, we spoke about a little bit on children, we spoke about our families, significant others, friends. There are so many different areas of relationships. Good point. When you're in a relationship with a significant other, sometimes you can lose fact and lose the appreciation for someone, but it's the small things that you do for that person that's going to really make them feel a certain way for you. So we're talking about building strong connections and and relationships. And there's many ways that you can go about this, whether you're setting up family vacations, going to dinner, breakfast, just being involved with consistency with that family person, just doing everything out of love and kindness, having a faith not only in God, but to of love and just letting go of all of the anger or We all know that living a stress-free life is something that we all want. And sometimes you can think about someone and it'll really drive you down and get on your nerves. So building that strong connection is something we want to do. And there's many ways that you can do that. And like how Imran was saying, one of the things is to... um one of the many ways is to let go of past grudges, past feelings, past resentments. Try to forgive. This is not an easy task, but um, forgiveness and letting go of past hurts will take you so far in life. Um, um, religious leaders have spoken about it. Um, me- mental coaches and psychologists have spoken about it. The people who hold on to resentment and bitterness, you, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're, you're making yourself not advanced to your, to your capability. Um, for the people in your family and in your life that mean the most to you, try to let go of some of the past hurts and feelings that you have had. And some of your examples might make them change. And you never know. Uh, normally, you cannot change a person. They have to change for themselves. So seeing you uh, flourish and let go and forgive and be a happy person might let them also change and want that. Definitely, of course. Optimism is a big part of it. When people see you being positive, doing things, 
reaching your goals. This is something that they can motivate another person, inspire them to kind of want them to be in your life. We all know that we all have 24 hours in a day, but it's the priorities that we set in order to reach out to be a bigger person. It's a reason why on Sunday I have an hour from 3 to 4 where I try to reach out to all of my family members, call them, check in, see how they are doing because I've set that schedule, I set that time, and now it's been become so consistent that everybody knows I'll be reaching out to them to earn that time. And it's been a, a wonderful blessing and it's been a positive thing in my life in order for me to build stronger connections. Now, like how Imran was saying, um, the amount of time that he blocked out, that's awesome. And um, if you guys can, you know, find, you know, any which way, even even for myself, on a personal note, um, it takes a lot of effort to do things, to want to do things, to want to maintain relationships and friends and family. Um, someone has to do it. Someone has to take the first step and organize an activity or, or, or something as simple as a brunch or going for like a group walk or whatever, a run, anything, whether it's with your kids or your family members or your siblings. So I think um, we both do agree on maintaining relationships and it's not fun to be alone or lonely. So it's good to, and whoever, and for those of you who are alone and lonely, you know what we're talking about. Um, it, it, it takes a lot to step outside of your box and your comfort zone and to reach out to people and maintain whatever you have. Very true. Sacrifice is also a major part of this. Uh, in order to kind of fulfill your life and be a good parent, you really have to take the time out to to understand where that child is coming from by doing the things necessary in order to better their lives. So if that means doing homework, taking them to the museum, going to the park, uh, just going to Chuck E. Cheese, having some fun, and these are all important things that that child will remember in order to be a good parent. And we all want to build uh, strong connections with our child while also showing discipline. But a mix of both and a balance is really going to take you to the next level. I like what Imran said about um, parenting and children. Remember, childhood is only once. And you don't have to be like your parents if you've had bad experiences with them. It's a cliche. People say, oh, oh, I'm like that because I was treated this way or that way. Get over that. Get rid of that. You know better now. Like what Imran was saying, it's the simple things that make memories for children. Some of your parents who are working two, three plus jobs and who are stressed at work or, or who are strapped for finances, you might have not have the money to take your kids to like luxurious vacations or museums or you know do, do, do certain things that other parents might do. But it's the simple things that matter the most. It's giggling with them. It, it's walking. It's taking a walk after it rains. It's riding a bike. It's going to the park. It's, it's cooking with them, baking with them, all those little things um, are meaningful for a child. And that child will remember it in 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. And with the availability of social media, where you can post pictures and videos now, um, you can go back and see. And that child will see in 20 years because the, of the social media boom you know, they will be able to see those videos and pictures that you post. So it's very important. It's almost crucial that you make the memories now 
for later. And we all have those. Sometimes we get stuck with our day-to-day -day routine. And we could become a little complacent with the things that we do. The way we talk to others, our negativity, being a little cranky, moody at work. We all go through these negative emotions of jealousy, hate. It's normal. But you want to be self-aware in order to bring out the best of you to other people. And that inquires, that includes your body language, your tone, the way you talk to people, and just being optimistic and having a faith throughout the whole process. People say that happy people live longer, and this is true, because happy people tend to be more optimistic. If you really think about it in your daily life, what are you really angry about? What are you really stressed about? Most of these things are things you cannot control, whether it's traffic, whether it's the weather, whether it's um, external factors, whether it's a long line at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, these are things you cannot control. So you need to know how to um, channel your feelings before you take it you know, to the next step or to the next person. So being happy and being optimistic in certain situations, um, I'm sure you have seen people, some people are dealt with the crappiest hand in life. And they are and they're able to overcome that and, and see the good in things. And there are other people who complain and who whine about every little thing, every little hurdle that's thrown at them. Very good point. Your example of being in traffic is a perfect one. Uh, there's nothing you can do when you're in traffic. So why curse and be angry and a little moody in the car to your others while not appreciating the life and the moment? There's nothing you can do in that and just make the best of it, whether it's putting on the radio and singing a song with your family or just building and bonding on a deeper level. Um, it's all things that you could do. Your mood, your character, it all affects how people view you. If you're constantly running around stressed, angry, and a little quote-unquote crazed, people are going to view you that way. So you have to think about how you want to be seen by other people. Do you want to remain calm, confident, and collected in a time of conflict or crisis? Or do you want to be that person that falls apart? And none of this is easy to do. It has a lot to do with internal work, which we will talk about a a little bit later definitely and legacy plays a big part of it how do you want to be remembered when you're dead how do you want people to remember you is it being a leader was it being a family person was it being loving was it being kind these are all characteristics that people will remember you when you're gone so you really want to make the best of it in times now because it's ultimately going to affect your outcome. In order to be a great leader and leave a great legacy, you're going to have to know how to manage people. That's why I make an emphasis and a point every time at work to tell my team, good morning, how are you? How is the family? Uh, did you have a good weekend? These are all things that people will embrace and remember you by instead of just being all business and talk. These type of things to reach out and get to know somebody. These are all things that people always will remember about you. Yes, awesome point. In the workforce, um, I don't have a, a leadership position. 
but I, but my boss and my superiors, you know, it makes a big difference when they come to you and say, how was your weekend or how was your, you know, sick child doing or things like that. Um, you know, they see you in a human nature. So leadership doesn't mean dictatorship. Leadership means um, understanding. It means um, knowing how to drive the bus. Um, you want to have a positive bus, a positive energy bus. So it means also being able to connect and understand your fellow employees and colleagues and uh, subordinates. Appreciation is a big key. Curiosity. And these are all things that will improve your relationships. And how do you do this? Um, one example, one thing I do is I write, I have a journal review. Uh, I write into my gratitude journal every day. And in time, I, I look back at it and I kind of see where I was in the past. And this journal review, in this gratitude journal, I I'm appreciative and I write down everything that, you know, I'm grateful for, whether it's the feet I walk with, the breath I take, these eyes that I can see, these hands I can touch. I'm grateful for it all because a lot of people don't have those. And once you understand that, it'll kind of help you with the outcome of your life and just being a better person in general. Awesome point. Uh, Most of us walk around thinking that we don't have enough, but um, a lot of us have more than what we need and we're not aware of that or grateful for that. Once you can be stopped dead in your tracks and once you can look back into all the good things in your life, whether it's people, whether it's careers, whether it's any assistance you get, um, whatever it is, we, you begin to realize, wow, I am lucky. I am fortunate. No matter all this crap that I'm dealing with, I still am going to strive and pull through. Then you begin to see a sense of gratitude and you begin to appreciate every little thing that you do have. Very good. Very true. I love it. Um, tomorrow's not promised and anybody can go at any time. And it's now and living in the moment that's really going to separate you from the other people and getting ahead of life. Showing this type of leadership is going to embrace you and bark and set you on a, on, a, on a course, a path in order to be the best version of yourself that you can be. To touch upon that, um, living in the moment is very important. Um, Most of you are always concerned or or worried about what's next or what's going to happen or what's the consequences of that, what's this going to do, if I do A, B, and C, what's the cause and effect of that. Just do it. Um, Live in the moment, within reason, obviously. So learn how to appreciate everything around you and not worry so much about what's next and what life is going to bring. You never know what life's going to bring. Some of us have everything so-called planned out, our schedules, our day-to-day activities, our, our everything. I'm not saying not to have a plan, not to have you know, financial plans or anything. I'm not saying not to do that. You definitely need to do that. But I'm also, what we're trying to say is try to live in the moment and try to appreciate everything you have. And also be prepared for the failures that you will stumble upon in life. We all know that failure is a part of life and it's how you bounce back and how resilient you are in order to, that's going to really make you and drive you. We all know that dealing with a loss of someone, whether it be a death, whether it be losing a job, whether it be a divorce, rather it be any type of negative action, we're all going to face those. But it's how you 
deal with it and how you challenge yourself in order to get better. Correct. Um, a f- uh, failure is a part of life. Failure causes change. Um, when we're, well, for those of you with little kids, or if you remember the time when you were little, you needed to fail to learn. So as adults, what makes us any different? Do we need to be perfect in every little thing that we do? Of course not. In order to be better, you actually need to stumble. You actually need to fail. It builds character. And change is good sometimes. You you just can't be afraid, not have fear. You just got to do it. Sometimes we're stuck at a job and we don't think we can get another one. But is it our laziness? Is it that we're reluctant to change? Is it that we're complacent? Sometimes you just got to be, just not have fear and make the moves in order you need to do to get that job whether it be updating your resume whether it be updating going on websites and making sure you're out there whether it be connecting with recruiters or headhunters networking yourself these are all things that you can do in order to be in a better place for the next day or next month awesome point um complacency goes with everything in your life whether it's job, um, like how Du spoke about. And the other factor in complacency is relationships. If you are stuck in relationships that are going nowhere and you're there for comfort's sake, um, you've known this person forever and and you're afraid of change, um, you have to look within and do you and love yourself first. You know, So if someone or something is not making you fulfilled or overall happy, or if you're in an abusive relationship, why stay? It's because of fear, right? Fear is such a, a, a limiting factor in your own personal growth. Great point. And these are all ways that you can improve your life in order to build better relationships. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast, our first episode 10 plus deuce, a guide to self-improvement. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on our podcast. For we'll be releasing one every week for the next eight weeks. So see you on the next, next episode. And thank you for listening to us, supporting us. And we hope we, we helped you out a bit. Bye, guys. Take care.